I cried painfully in front of the crime scene, dressing in my pure white wedding dress. I should have been the happiest bride in the world, but my husband died on our big day. It was all because of me. If I wasn't selfish at that time, neither he nor my dad would have passed away. Let's listen to my story. I am Jane, 25 years old. Although I come from a rich and powerful family, I have never acted unapproachable or arrogant. People often love me for being friendly and always willing to help others. I had a boyfriend named Max. We had been in love since college. To me, Max was the perfect guy. He was handsome, talented, and filial. But his family background was too different from mine. His family was not very well off. Max's parents were both gambling enthusiasts. Their lives were attached with the deck of cards. Despite that difference and despite my family's prohibition, he had a wonderful relationship. Everything was going quite well until one day Max's mother died suddenly. No one knew the exact reason, but the most likely culprits were the loan sharks. The death of Max's mother left his family hollow and empty. I often went to his house to make them feel less lonely. Max and I helped his parents pay off the remaining debt, then focused on our career so we could get married at the end of this year. About Max's father, he also gradually changed. He overcame his grief and joined a senior club. Max and I had chosen a wedding date and started preparing everything for the big day to go smoothly. One day, when the two of us were trying on a wedding attire, a bunch of thugs blocked our way and threatened not to leave us alone if Max's father didn't pay the debt. It surprised both of us because Max was sure he had paid it off. Not to mention, his father also promised to get back on the right track and stop gambling. We decided to go home to see Max's dad. He appeared confused when we mentioned it, but eventually confessed the whole thing. Turns out there was no senior club at all. He went back to his old ways, burning money into the casino. Again, it resulted in a miserable loss and a huge debt. The loan sharks were notorious for being ruthless. If the debt was not paid on time, it was likely that Max's family would have to pay the price with their own lives. Max was extremely upset when he found out his father hadn't learned from his mistake. That time, he was determined not to help his father with the debt again, no matter how much he begged. I was even more outraged when I learned that his father even urged him to postpone the wedding to focus on collecting the money to pay his debt first. But still, we decided to hold the wedding according to the original plan. We had to be unrelenting or else he would never learn his lesson. Although Max was very angry, I knew that deep down he still wanted to help his father because he didn't want him to end up like his mother. But there was no other way. We still had to save money for the upcoming wedding. The wedding day had finally come. Max and I were so happy. We had been waiting for that day for years. But near the time of the wedding ceremony, Max's father was still nowhere to be found. Max worriedly called his father, but he couldn't get through. Just then, a text message from the loan sharks came, saying that his father was captured by them. If we didn't pay the debt that day, they would kill him. In a panic, Max begged me for help. Having lost faith in his father, I replied with a resolute attitude. I think it's just an act. Your dad is trying to take money from you. Max was so angry. He quickly left to rescue his father. It seemed he was still haunted by his mother's death. Our wedding had to be called off. Moments later, I got a call from Max. 
He said he had saved his father from loan sharks and was on his way back. A few hours later, when Max hadn't returned, I panicked when I was informed by the local police that an accident had occurred. There was a car that lost control and plunged into a cliff. After confirming that the owner of the car was Max, the police called me to notify me. I immediately went to the scene where they discovered the accident. The police said they had looked around but couldn't find Max or his father. The possibility of them being alive was very low because the car plunged into the cliff at high speed, surrounded by dangerous rocks. Max and his father were dead. I collapsed in my wedding dress and cried in pain. If only I had helped him pay off the debt, maybe they wouldn't have had to leave like this. It had been a while. The police still hadn't found any trace of Max and his father. They said there was not enough evidence to conclude anything but it was almost certain that they didn't survive. I was deeply saddened and tormented by the deaths of Max and his father. After what happened, I gradually became quiet and closed off. Two years passed by, I met a guy named Peter, a successful businessman. He loved and cared for me very much. I slowly opened my heart again and agreed to marry him to start a new life. Together, we moved to LA for Peter's business. Our life was extremely fulfilling with a lovely child. The painful story of the past also gradually faded from my mind. One day, while walking on the street, I happened to meet a man with a very familiar appearance. Yeah, he looked a lot like Max. He was wearing a hat and a mask covering his face, so I wasn't sure. I mustered up the courage to approach him, but as soon as he saw me, he immediately ran away. Slightly suspicious of the man's reaction, I tried to chase after him. At a dead end with no way to run, the man froze in place. I rushed to take off his mask and was extremely surprised. Max, it's you! This must be a dream! Didn't you die after the car accident? I couldn't believe my eyes anymore. The man brushed it off and kept denying. No, I'm not Max. You've got the wrong person. But I knew. Those eyes were lying. I got closer to him and took his hand. Don't deny it, Max. If you weren't Max, why would you have this scar? Do you think I don't remember how you have this scar? Finally, he confessed that he was Max. But before the two of us could say anything more, Max suddenly rushed towards me and screamed, Be careful! He saved me from a stab from my back. The person holding the knife was none other than Max's father. I was shocked, not knowing what was going on. Max was in pain and fell to the ground bleeding profusely. His father, after stabbing his son, panicked, collapsed, and hugged his son and burst into tears. After that, Max was taken to the emergency room. Fortunately, he was saved in the nick of time. After Max was out of danger, his father went to the police station and confessed his crime. Two years ago, after Max begged, the loan sharks agreed to let them go after they promised to pay off the debt in a week. If they were late, they would be killed. That was too much money and they just couldn't pull it off in a week. In that critical moment, Max's father thought up an idea. They should pretend to be dead. Because Max was haunted by his mother's death, he agreed to follow his father's plan. For the past two years, they had moved to LA and lived as anonymous people. And coincidentally, my family moved there too. It's so hard to believe, isn't it? In the end, Max and his father had to receive an appropriate sentence for what they did. Now, I could stop tormenting myself and enjoy happiness with my small family. Gambling can take away your loved ones and your peaceful life. I hope that no one else will suffer the same pain as mine. You and I both deserve to be with the people we love and love us just the same way.